You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. There's somebody else that has that, uh, that, that leadership mentality. Um, that yeah. likes to that likes to give a heads up as to what's potentially down the line, what you may or may yeah. not be feeling or hearing, and that's Tom Brady, guys. We're gonna get into some fun, a fun list of team news, but we've got to start with the Let's Go podcast because oh, okay. you, you, if you don't listen to the Let's Go podcast, before we get too far down that line, Casey, I know we talked about this ahead of time. And and before we get too deep into because there's some funny things we're going to talk about with the Let's Go podcast yes. and stuff. But we, we do first have to start this podcast by just like acknowledging the news that, that has just shocked the, the, the world today, mm-hmm. the college football world, the, the football world as a whole. And that's the passing of Mike Leach. Um, he, gosh, he delivered some of the greatest quotes in, in college football to date. Like he was an excellent coach. His players loved him. He was a, he, he was a great family man, you know? Um, and you know, there's just nobody like him. Um, Mm -hmm. so just have to acknowledge his passing and of course give, give, you know, love and prayers to his family, to everyone over, you know, at, at Mississippi state and, and, just you know the SEC, the football community, community as a whole. Like th- this is something that clearly was super unexpected and um, shocking in a lot of ways to so many people. Um, it, it, I mean, I, to me this morning, shocked. Mm-hmm. So um, of course, you know, just just want to give condolences to his family and to everyone impacted by his death. Um, you know, current players, past players. He was a he. He truly was a great football mind, and like I said before, he delivered the best quotes that I think we've ever had in college football. He he was he was fantastic, um, and he always he was always himself, and 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 that's one of the things I love about him is because he just he would just say what was on his mind. He was just real, um, and you don't always see that. There wasn't coach speak when you were talking to Mike Leach. It was just it was just him. Un, unfiltered Mike Leach. Yeah. Um, there's no better way to put that. That's rocking the college football world. It's rocking the football world in general. A lot of professional athletes are putting their opinions on social media about how, you know, even from a distance he impacted it or motivated them. Um, so there's a lot of love there and a lot of broken hearts as this uh, sudden news dawns on the football world. And as you put it, Kaylee, immense prayers to his family um just because whenever something there's no preparation for it but when something happens in the blink of an eye that takes a a 
breathtaking tolls. So thinking of his entire family, thinking of the um, Mississippi State organization and the players and the players that, you know, are going to try to see their way after this because coach is a bigger position than just getting it right on the field or drawing up plays or bringing in the right players. A lot of these coaches end up being father figures and mentors for these guys. And that's what molds the next generation and the next breed of athletes to come and make an impact and use this platform correctly. So um, again, Kaylee put it perfectly, but here on Jolly Rogers and touchdowns and the whole Odyssey family, uh, send our condolences, our prayers to the family organization and all that are impacted by today's news. And um, on that note, we're going to kind of switch over to back to that lighter note of um, Tom Brady and the let's go podcast. And um, as I was saying earlier on that podcast, what's really interesting is that there's the tone and there's the responses that Brady has from the platform, from the podium and press conferences um, he kind of will be a little bit more expressive on his social media, but even that's dialed back slightly. But then on the Let's Go podcast, probably because it's his podcast, um, you get to hear a little bit more from Brady than, than the typical structured answer. And he's definitely not dismissive on that podcast. So what was interesting about and what was funny with Kaylee's opening is that he said on the Let's Go podcast that um, when he comes out to the field. So in this week's episode, he had Adam Sandler, Tracy Morgan, and Bill Burr on. And if you guys don't know any of those three comedians, I don't know where you've been because you at least have to know Adam Sandler. I think we talked about oh it the last week. Um, or at least we talked about it amongst ourselves, me, Kaylee, and James. But it was funny because they were talking about all different things and they were comparing the platform of being on the stage, being live and delivering and how you feel if you give a bad delivery versus like being on the field and losing a crap game and how that feels and turning the page. So Adam Sandler asked Tom Brady, you know, what do you do if you come out kind of cold? Like if he if, if Sandler goes on stage and he feels like he didn't hit, you know, the crowd hard enough to begin with and, he, and he's not really landing anything, he's got to find a way to ramp things up so that he could like deliver home nicely. And then he translated that to Brady having all these fourth quarter comebacks. And Brady's like, yeah, well, first and foremost, you know, I got to go out there and apologize to the referees. And he's like, and Sandler's like, do you apologize to them after you go off on them during the game? And he goes, no, I do that in pregame. I let them know, you know, you should know this, but I'm a, I'm an a-hole and you know, just in advance, like I apologize for anything that happens out there. So yes, I'm like, so, you know, I'm not right, going to hold back. Sure. Yeah. And of course it was great. Cause Bill Burr comes back and he's like, I'm going to address my wife like that every morning. And if you guys watch any of his comedies, he's constantly just like his wife must be a super trooper. Like she's, she must deal with a lot. Um, but I found that so funny because you see, it just shows you what you see on TV and what you see, you know, in the memes and the gifs and all the things online. And then what's actually running through a player's mind. I find that so fascinating, right? Kayla, oh, like yeah. it's not what we can assume or anticipate, no matter how many headlines we run and how many assumptions we make it, it can still be so different. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious that Tom is just, well, a, this shows us that he's like, he's very self-aware. He's like, yeah. Look, I'm kind of I'm I'm like a nice person off the field, but like when I get into game mode, 
I'm a dick. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm a straight up jerk and I'm going to be a jerk because that's how I had this competitive edge yeah. is to like be a jerk. He's like, I'm not always a jerk, but mm-hmm. out there on the field, when I'm trying to win a football game, like there is a competitive yeah. edge. Like I'm, what did I say, Casey? Like a few weeks ago, I said, I want to see some dog in this team. I want to see some mm-hmm. fight. Like I want to see somebody go out there and have their mindset be like, I'm going to pulverize this other team. Tom Brady, he kind of admitted to that. He's like, yeah. he's like, look, when I get out there, there's nothing stopping me. Like I'm not a nice guy anymore. I'm, I'm about to go off and, uh, and I'm going to go off on everybody. My teammates. Yeah myself, the refs, the other team, like everybody needs to know this is a different Tom Brady walking onto the field. Just FYI respect. I respect you as an individual, but I got my, I'm, I'm feeling a little salty. This is salty (laughs) Tom. Get ready. Um, I love it. I love it, man. That shows shows a competitive spirit that shows a competitive edge. And Mm -hmm. Casey, frankly, Clearly, it works. I mean, that, that you know, what Tom Brady, that little competitive edge he has, it clearly works seven Super Bowls later. Uh, well, yeah, I would say that he's pretty successful <laughs> at doing what he does. Um, so I love that. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. And I love that he had the comedians on this week. Just the I fact know. that, like, to relate different things. And, and those are some of the best comedians, goodness gracious, of, like, yeah. our generation. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess they're all a little bit older than us. Can I say our generation? I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm going to say our generation. I would say they're almost Um, like a cross, like two, but definitely within ours. I mean, like I've, I grew up on Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Like like all things Adam Sandler. Yeah. A hundred percent. So so we, this is the conversation we had off the pod last week, which was uh, Billy Madison is still probably my favorite favorite and and Casey and I agreed on this Mr. Deeds that's a low-key fire movie and everyone underrates it and it needs to get it higher it's hilarious we need to vote on this like that yeah does Mr. Deeds deserve way more respect as a comedic movie oh James stay out here with that stay out yeah stay out and plus, our like, I don't know if he qualifies as our generation yeah. either. So he's not going to, it's not going to hit home with him. Like Billy Madison, fantastic. You cannot yeah. not quote Billy Madison. And anyone who's followed me for a, for more than just the past year or two on Twitter has seen every football season, I quote Billy Madison because you have to. But then outside yeah. of that, it's like, what's the next movie when you're just sitting there that you're going to throw on really quick? It's Mr. Yeah. Deeds. Mr. Deeds, so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's definitely underrated. Uh, Jolly Rogers and Touchdown fans, let us know. What's what's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? I want to know yeah. that, first of all. Second, oh, uh, what's the most underrated Adam Sandler movie that, that we that. have out there? You can follow us at Jolly Rogers TDS on both Instagram and Twitter. We'll put the poll up later today, uh, and we want to know from you guys. Can And – and he has had some sports movies, right? Like The Longest right. Yard, uh, Happy Gilmore, right? Like he's had some sports movies thrown in there. So sports <laughs> fans, let us know. What is your favorite Adam Sandler movie? What's the great, the best underrated Adam Sandler movie? Casey and I choose Mr. Deeds. And my top Adam Sandler movie is Billy Madison. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I um, love that. Actually, though, so here, now that you mentioned Happy Gilmore, that okay. takes me to the other conversation that Sandler had with Brady on the podcast. And it yeah. was the fact that because he's Mr. Comeback King over here, um, how do, what what sparks him to like get that get that fire going? And I love his happy place. Yeah, what's his what does Tom Brady's happy place look like? Lo and behold, Jolly Rogers and Touchdown fans, Tom Brady's happy place is anger, not avocado Tom angry and he said it he said i use anger he's like a lot of times that you see me mfing out there on the field obviously i'm you know rephrasing um (laughs) but anytime you see me mfing out there on the field it's me gassing myself up it's me getting that anger going so that i can you know hit that next gear so i can dial in and do something different and he even said he's like sometimes when i do it to my teammates it's just to kind of feed off of them and get them lively too so um, I thought it was so cool for Brady to be like, yeah, that angry guy that you see on the field, like he has a purpose, you know, that's yeah. how fourth quarter comebacks make it or stand today. That's why two minute Tom, which I haven't figured out that's a terrible nickname yet, but I mean, it's, he's doing uh, it, like, it in the wrong way is all it, get, it could get weird. It could get weird. Okay. But like our producer loves it, but then like two minute Tom, like <laughs> I think of the angry guy. It's just great to know that even though we're seeing a tamper tantrum and the headlines are so different as to how we castrate Tom Brady sometimes he's over here like, no, it's a fuel for me. Like that's how I stay in a game. That's just kind of slipping away. And that anger tends to do good things sometimes. So it made me think like, if you, if you're in a pressured moment, how, what's your thing? Like some people think of like a happy memory. Some people think of that promise that they made. (laughs) Some people, you know, there's so many different things. I don't know if anger would be mine. I'm not going to say what's going on in the comments, guys. Kaylee, I'm sorry. This is, you're, you're catching Kaylee in rare form. I said I'm salty today. You can, oh. you can say it. Kaylee's on fire. I don't like I don't like the two minute Tom nickname. I think that there's too many undertones. And I just think that it's like waiting for a punchline. Like two minute Tom, no wonder Giselle left him. Like (laughs) anyway. There's just too many punchlines. I don't like the nickname. That's why. It's just too easy. Don't set yourself up. Don't set yourself up. Not if you're going to go on a <laughs> podcast with comedians or, you know. Oh, look, he didn't say it. He didn't say it. This no, is, I know. This is, I know. I, but okay. it's just, Could you imagine if he said that to these comedians? Like, yeah, it would have been far. It would have. That would have taken. Oh, they would have ripped into him. Like, that's yeah. not. He, <laughs> no, I don't like that nickname. I would never, never want to be called that. Terrible you're, nickname. Casey, do not tweet that again from your account. No. <laughs> Take it off the books. I'm going to start tweeting on the Jolly Rogers accounts. Anytime that he does something, I'm going to be like, two-minute Tom with the... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he might, two minutes might be plenty. But I do love what you said, Casey, because uh, to the point, 
you have to you have to fuel yourself and again this goes back to my comment about tom being self-aware he knows that he has to dial up the anger that the anger fuels him that's how he dips into that competitive nature you know and everybody's different which is like what adam sandler was talking about like right what does adam sandler do whenever he like goes out on stage and is like you know the first five minutes is just like total bombing he has to figure it out. Like, what is he going to? And so Tom Brady said, I use anger. And I love that he uses anger because um, I think that I think that, that it clearly, again, it, it works. Um, it gets him going. It gets him into the zone. And whenever you look at, 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 at Tom, it just, I think it paints a bigger picture of who he is because yeah. people take what they see in a game and then they evaluate evaluate it. Oh, Tom Brady broke an iPad. Oh, Tom Brady's curse. I did that earlier this year. I was frustrated with Tom because I was like, how are you going to skip walkthrough on Friday night and then curse out your teammates? Like, that doesn't seem cool. But now understanding the psychology about him. Right. It makes sense. It makes sense. I'm still, I'm not going to sit here and say like in that exact moment, was I a fan of it? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I was a fan in that exact moment. But it makes sense. I understand a little bit more about why he does it and how he's actually trying to fuel himself and fuel the team. And again, yeah. it works. Like he has emotion. And we've talked so much about emotion on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Seeing any of it. And then you're starting to see glimmers of it. But now we get it. He wants to get a rise that can be applied to the field. I still find it very fascinating. <laughs> yeah. like, somebody screaming in my face. I'm like, look, you need to relax. Um, but I think that with, with it being Brady and think, who he is. And his teammates clearly know that about him. I probably, he, there's, you know, there's no way that he has a conversation with the refs and he doesn't tell his teammates, Hey, this is how I am on the field. Right. Like they oh, yeah. know that about him. Yeah. So the coaches, cool. like everybody knows this about Tom Brady, like right inside that locker room. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it is interesting. It does feel like, Casey, you and I have talked a lot about accountability. It does feel like maybe a little bit of accountability with what he was saying in the Let's Go podcast because he acknowledged that, like, he has had bad games and that there are times that things get away from the team. And, um, I mean, take this game, for instance. Like, it started. It started as a train wreck. Uh, and it didn't really get better from there. Um but, but we'll get into that in just a second, actually. Yeah, no, no, we're not getting fully into it. But like, yeah. he's just the fact that he's acknowledging it and understanding it. Um, it, 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 I, I like that he did that. I like that he acknowledged it. He's self aware mm -hmm. enough to know, hey, this is what's going on. Um, yeah, we have a few more team updates to get to. Yeah, well, just one big one, really. Um, as Kaylee and I just mentioned, if you haven't, uh, go see a different side of Tom Brady. And some of your favorite comedians, depending on your general. I hate saying that. You should know and love um, every comedian on that thing. But um, on a comedic note, and uh, Kaylee and I and, and James were talking about this before the show, Cole Beasley <laughs> is uh, coming out of retirement and he's not doing it Tom Brady style. Uh, he, I believe it said, signed with the Bills practice squad. So returning, return to sender kind of deal. But on November 6th, he, which we know Beasley is no stranger to Twitter. He puts, you know, he's, he's been very vocal on the Twitter timeline. Um, but on November 6th, he, he responded to a fan asking questions 
um, saying that like he was never going to play in Tampa Bay. And his retirement was the fact that he said it was time to be a full-time dad and husband. And then of course he's being quoted on that now with the news of him signing to the Bills practice squad. Also though, this is where, this is where the comedic lining for me is I know contractually how these things work to get a guy back on the team and, you know, you got to clear waivers and all these things and then you practice squad and then you get elevated. But to go back to where you left and had a lot of things to say about this team, like then you come to play with Brady and then you have so much about like, oh, you know, I've always wanted to play with him. I reached out to him. And mind you guys, everybody talked about the fact that Beasley was like, banging down Brady's door, sliding in the DMs, doing everything he can to be seen by this guy, knowing the roster that you're coming in with, then you feel some type of way that you're not going to get enough playing time. And then you retire on a different note to circle back and sign to the practice squad of your former team. Who's obviously doing very well. I mean, the bills are going to be, the bills are going to go far. Um, what did you think about this, Kaylee? Because I'm just like, this guy's a joke. Yeah, it it, it feels very. It's like the it's like the opposite. Well, I don't know. I guess I was gonna say it's like the opposite of Tom Brady, but people will make the comparison like, oh, Tom Brady retired and then he came back and what whatever. But like, I think even within that, there was self awareness going on. But mm-hmm. with this thing, it feels a little bandwagony to me frankly like oh tom brady bucks they already won a super bowl like tom brady the goat i'm gonna like slide into his dms and like try to you know get picked up and try to do this whole thing and then realize oh this team isn't a either as good as i thought or i'm not gonna get the playing time that i thought or whatever yeah so i'm gonna leave and retire he didn't, ha- he could have said that he was leaving. He didn't have to like do the whole, like I'm retiring thing, especially if you're not sure and right. then to jump to another team that is having more success. It feels a little bandwagony to me. Like it I feels agree. just like a little too, you know, wisher washer. Yeah. I don't I like it. Because also he wasn't having his way with the bills, you know, he felt yeah. undervalued and disrespected and da, 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 all these things. And um, then you go to a team that had a lot more hope <laughs> uh, yeah. at that time of the season. So, you know, even if they lost a game at two, a game or two at that point, there was still a lot of hope there. Like, all right, we're turning this around. Yeah. Like we're still working out the kinks. Guys are healing. Like there was still just so much hope. Well, yeah, look at the, everybody pointing to the 2020 season when they won the Super Bowl. They were like, well, they didn't figure it out until like week nine that year. Exactly. Like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. By the Bears, and they realized the Bears should have never done that. They yeah. flipped the script. So <laughs> I feel like I agree. I feel like Beasley was like, mm, Bills aren't giving me what I want. And I finally got a hold of that chick on Instagram. She acknowledged my presence. Um, and did the right dance in the DMs. Then he gets down here and thinks that he's going to be like that guy on this roster that he's fully aware of, knowing that where injuries played a role, where injuries didn't play a role. Yeah. You get what, two and a half games in, and then you decide that I just, I, okay, is this petty of me? Let's just be real today. We're feeling very real. Is okay. it petty of me to be like, I would be pissed if I was his family and you're going to use the full time dad and husband give 
to retire knowing that you don't want to leave football and then you're going to come back and go back to your old team. Like I'd be annoyed. Say something yeah, it else. It just feels like a cop out. Like it's like, oh, you're going to, yeah, just it's yeah. not real. It's I not self aware. It doesn't feel real. Like, like pitiful excuse. Oh, I'm going to go yeah. get whatever now. Like, no, you're not. That was never the, that's not where your head's yeah, at. Yeah. You were a full time dad for, th- for three weeks. Like, right. Like, well, imagine also, if- you're always a full time dad, but like, Anyway, that's just like a whole nother diatribe that I won't get into. Like, right. Anyway, it made me feel funny. I was just like, I was over here like, geez, like that would kind of suck. But yeah, yeah, I agree with the bandwagon statement. I think he got here and was like, I'm not going to get the, I'm not getting what I want. It kind of feels a little Mm -hmm. toddlery to me. Like, oh, the grass is greener. I, I think I want this thing. I get it. Oh, it's not actually what I want. I'm going to leave it and with an excuse knowing that that excuse is not real and that I'm going to like try to find something else eventually. Like it just, it feels a little toddlery to me. Like it's like, yeah. you know, I just don't like that. Casey, before we leave team updates, uh, a few injury, well, yeah, a few injury updates. Yeah. Um, Jamel Dean suffered a toe injury on Sunday. They said that it's not serious. Um, he is still week to week, though, and will likely miss some time when he did not come back after he left the game on Sunday. Um, Vita Vea has a strained calf. <laughs> um, and Joe Tryon Trinka has a hip injury. And Oof. I guess there are some tests as of yesterday afternoon that are going on with those injuries that we will keep you guys updated of. Um, I guess t- Coach Bowles called it a calf strain specifically for Vita Vea. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not much updates as of uh, yesterday, just a little bit more um, testing to do, but obviously not. Not a good sign. A team that has already struggled with injuries throughout this season. It's It's been kind of the theme of the season. A lot of injuries that have gone on. And then you add, you know, Jamel Dean, Vita Vea, and, and Joe Tryon Trinka to the list. Uh, and that in addition to the fact that Mike Edwards, Antoine Winfield Jr., and Sean Murphy Bunting were not eligible to go and play uh, against the 49ers. They were deemed inactive because of their own injuries. Um, Mm -hmm. Mike Edwards is a hamstring. Winfield is an ankle and Sean Murphy bunting is a quad. So not, not good. Not the Christmas present that everybody wanted. This is not gifting here. There's no gifting here. And then I got to clarify something because Matt Matera for Peter report, he always adds a, a song to I, I believe it's mainly post-game podcast for them but okay. he asks fans like what song should he put on there now mind you guys and Sunday I could not watch I was I was at a funeral with a friend um but I you know I have the updates on my phone and I checked in here and there now granted I was saying because the only tweets I was seeing was you know we're getting our butts handed to us like this looks bad we suck we're getting our butts handed to us so the song that I saw my song choice, which is slightly aggressive, was Bodies Hit the Flo- Bodies by Drowning Pool. Well, somebody the messaged me. Hit the floor. That yeah, one? 
somebody messaged me and goes, is that related to all the injuries? And I was like, oh my God, no. Like that was just, it kind of works. It can play out, but it was just more so like, obviously also just getting your butts handed to you. So I was just like, gosh, I hope this wasn't a terrible song choice now paying attention to that, but nobody was offended. Thank God. I just, I just wanted to clarify that I had not been fully aware of all of the injuries. Really funny though. Like I love, love the bodies. Like, yeah, like screw, screw just like a post game song. This is like, make it the song of the season. This is, this really? is the reality. Yes. Kaylee actually. Yes. Again, it's we're going to be true. real here today. It's, it's so true. true. And you know, what's terrifying about the, like what you just read off this. We, we just said what, three episodes ago on Jolly Rogers and touchdowns like, oh, we're turning a corner. Health is getting back on this team's side. Okay, well, that was, that was, that was just, no. That was two weeks ago. Things have changed. Drastically. Like the defense has been the only thing keeping these guys in any games that they have won this year. And now half the defense is bodies hit the floor. Like, give like, this is sad. And Dina Vea was already a foot injury to begin with. So again, If you did your 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 hip bones connected to your whatever bone game as a kid, I think all of this plays into since the top of the year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.